this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad you guys are with me today. And I tell you, as we start to get into December, it is like getting colder and colder here in my state. It's crazy. But uh, you know what? I, I, I will say this. When it deals with Thanksgiving and Christmas, I actually like it cold. I'm not a cold fan. I'd rather be hot. But when it deals with Christmas, I'd rather be cold. And and the ultimate Christmas for me would be cold and tons of snow. So I don't know what your wish would be for your holiday season, but that's what I'm really wishing for is cold and snow. I really love that here near Christmas. So, uh, But once again, I'm excited you guys are joined with me today. And this week's been pretty busy. I'll tell you, we, gone, we went through um, Black Friday. We went through Cyber. Monday, we saw so many amazing deals, but also we saw amazing um, sales, which is really good, you know, to bless people. And I'm so thrilled and honored, you know, for all of you guys' support for this ministry. I tell you, I, you know, people ask me all the time, like, you know, what do you, how do you support, you know, your employees and, and things? I said, we literally are supported by faith. We are literally supported by the money that comes in for the product uh, of our company. So always know that when you support me, as opposed to going, let's say through Amazon or anything else, which you won't get all my product at all anyway, but you know, supporting us directly on the website, it helps us. Uh, we do get actually more money, uh, you know, from the sales because usually if you go to anywhere else out there that we have our product, you know, we really don't get that much money from that, even though it's my product. So going directly to us actually is more, it's beneficial for us. Uh, plus we get, like I said, we can uh, autograph your books for you. You can't find that anywhere else. So always know, you know, your support for this ministry, whether you are on the Book of the Month program, uh, getting a Prophetic Word monthly program, buying product from us, downloading, uh, you know, our music and everything else. It is so needed for us. But you know, the thing is, it's not even just needed for us. It's needed for you because I really put quality and time and a lot of, um, give you a lot of steps that are practical for you to be able to walk in. You know, when we deal with God's kingdom and we deal with, you know, Lord, what is it you want me to do in my life? How do I think? Do I attract? How do I co-create with you? You know, what is your will? When we deal with all this stuff, that is exactly my heart, is to be able uh, to bring that forth to each one of you, because each one of you need to know you're not here just passing through. You're not here just to sit here and wait. You're here to dominate. You're here to bring forth authority into your own life, not authority upon other people, but into your own life to begin to really enhance your life, to be the strongest version of of God's holy light that you can be on this planet to blind out darkness and ignorance. And that's the beautiful thing about the kingdom of God is being a light that's set upon a hill that can't be shaken, like the scripture says. And so I'm really loving this ministry. I love the life that I have, uh, that God's given me and granted me. And I really love each one of you for being our family, our friends, and being there for us throughout the years. And 
I look forward to many, many, many more years uh, in the future with each and every one of you as I get to know each and every one of you through our social media, uh, through my lives I do, my monthly uh, prophetic live night, and, and everything else. And so know that you're part of our lives. I don't say that and just not mean it. I mean it. When you're part of our family here at the ministry, you know, every once in a while, man, I'll know your name. You know, we'll, you know, we'll pass through, through you know, comments and, uh, and things in social media and answer questions for you. So that's what we're here for. And I mean that. I'm practical. I'm down to earth. I'm real. And I'm here for you. All right. So I wanted to, to bring that forth each one of you today. Now then, as I get started, I want to talk about thinking this thing through. So we're going to talk about this today and we're going to call this podcast Thinking Things Through. Now when I think about the subject Thinking Things Through, something in my spirit gets excited because it makes me realize the power of thought. I remember posting the other day uh, on my personal social media and I said, you know, we should be thankful for the power to think. And we really should because God has blessed us with an amazing ability called the mind. And in this thing we call the mind has the ability to think. Think about things such as what do I like? What do I not like? Who am I? Where am I going? Where am I headed? What's going on? Right? You know, can I change this? Can I add to this? Can I, you know, run away from this? Can I dive into this? I mean, the power to think is extraordinary. And so today when we talk about um, thinking this thing through, I really want each one of you to think about that for a moment. Because when we say thinking this thing through, thinking through, we're dealing with here we are, what, coming upon the 1st of December here in a couple of days of 2023, and we're about to enter into the Christmas season, but also about to enter into the January of 2024 season, right? And when we start off a new year, I don't want to wait on the end of December to talk to you guys about this new year. Even though I know you guys, your minds are all programmed on, hey, we got to focus on Christmas and Christmas presents and who, what am I getting for so-and-so? And I totally get that completely, and you should. However, with that said, I need to bring something to your awareness today, and that is the power to think, because with you have one good month from this podcast, when a new year starts, and when this new year starts, guess what happens? We're about to see a radical change, or either we'll see nothing change. And I want you to think about that for a moment. You will either see a radical change, or you'll see nothing change. And what will happen is it will be either a brand new fresh year for each one of you because you have your tools. Your tools are your vision. Your tools are your creative motivation. You know, that's a key thing. Having creative motivation. Motivated to create. Uh, or you'll have no idea and you'll just wishful think and you'll say, this year I want to eat healthier. This year I want to stop eating meat. Or this year I want to start, you know, eating no carbs or no sugar or whatever. You know, or this year I want to run a marathon. Whatever it is that you're going to wish for. And I say wish and that's, that's what I mean is wish because I want you to hear this podcast through. And, I'll understand, and you'll understand why I'm using the word wish. Is you will wish for this to happen. On, uh, on January 1st, and you will find it where really nothing will change for you. You'll be, you'll be sort of on a high for a couple of weeks, but it'll, nothing will change. And you might say, well, Jeremy, that's sort of negative. No, I'm not being negative over you. I'm not cursing you by far. What I'm saying to you is, without a vision, you perish. And what the scripture means when it says out of vision you perish, that means if you don't have something that you are, you are motivated about, something that you are creating in consciousness. Now hear me when I say this to you. Something you are creating in thinking. Something you are creating in your imagination. Something you're creating within your heart. Something you're creating within your mind. Something that your body and your mind and your soul and your heart begins to come into full agreement with. 
If you're not doing any of this stuff and you're just sort of wishful thinking, I think I'm going to try to eat a little healthier starting today. Well, you know that nothing's going to happen. But your tool is getting it in your veins. Your tool is getting it in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, in your thinking process, creating, 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 to where you're creating in your consciousness the power of what everything should begin to look like or feel like or sound like or touch or, or smell like. And it doesn't mean you have to have a, a vision perfect. This is where people miss it. Creating a vision means nothing about perfection. Vision doesn't hold perfection. What holds perfection within the vision would be in your mind of that not the perfect picture of how something should look, but the perfection of the completeness of your faith, which means what's perfect in my imagination and what I'm wanting to see in my vision is I have perfect faith. <laughs> you might say, can we have perfect, perfect faith? Think of it this way. Faith to move the mountains is what I call perfect faith. Perfect faith is when you are not swayed to the left or the right. It's not how much faith you have. This is where we've missed it throughout the years. You know, back in the 80s, I was really heavy into, and I so thank God for my background. Gosh, I do so much. You know, um, but I was heavy into the Kingdom Now movement. I was heavy in the Word of Faith movement. I mean, you never even said, you know, I'm going to laugh, I'm going I'm to, you know, die laughing. I, I mean, even back in the day in my extremity, I was like, don't ever say that. You could drop dead when you laugh. You know, of course, I wasn't that really extreme, but yet I was close enough to it to where I'm like, oh, don't say that. But I was in all these different movements that the Holy Spirit had us all in the 80s and the early 90s and I loved every bit of it. I learned so much. I mean, I remember in the 80s we went through this Jewish thing, you know, where we sang Jewish type of Christian music, you know, in church. I mean, praise and worship just changed and sort of metamorphosized throughout the years and we see now where we are today. And so when we look at the past and I look at all the things, the, the movements I've been in, I remember being in that Word of Faith movement. And, and back in the day, it was more like when we consider how much faith it was more like you either have a little faith, you have a lot of faith. Now, does the Bible speak on that on that note of little faith versus big faith? It does. However, it's not spoken into a place of as what you would consider small and big. It doesn't mean that in the original language. In the Greek, it doesn't mean you you know small as in let's say um, you know it's a, a, a tiny piece of whatever lint versus big, which is a gigantic sweater, okay? Maybe that's not the best example, but that's not what it means. In the original Greek language, even when it says, when you have faith the size of a, of a mustard seed, what it's saying is not so much of a, the small, smallness of what you think it means. It means, you know, the place of my doubting. In other words, if I just had, if I doubted, here's what it means in the original language, is if I doubted, if I completely just doubted, and I'm like, just had the spark of faith in me to say, I just believe maybe I could do this. That's the size of a mustard seed faith. But when it grows to say, you know what? That perfected faith is saying, I know that I know that I know there is nothing ever going to stop me from accomplishing what God wants from me. And I've got it so thick in my skull. I've got it so real in my heart. And I'm just stubborn headed about it because I see it to where there's, it's either do or die. And once again, when we say this, it doesn't mean like I've got to have that car, do or die. What it means is I believe in everything that I'm seeing about my future, my future ministry, my future husband, my future wife, my future child, my future church, my future ministry, my future business. Whatever it is, that's what it means. Is It is moving into not a large versus small.
fall as we see it in the world because even the Bible will tell you that the, the, the foolishness of this world, I mean, you, there's things in this world that doesn't even compare. God's kingdom is, uh, is backwards, so it does things opposite. So God would not take something of this world in the natural of like something small versus big and bring that to the spirit. That would be ridiculous. He doesn't mean that because he says, I do exceedingly abundantly above all you're able to ask or think. You know, it has entered the heart of man, the things God's prepared for them. The kingdom of God is backwards kingdom, the Bible says. And so it's not going to operate by the elements of what we see in measurements on earth. Perfected faith, the Bible talks about, means great faith in the sense of less doubt and true heartfelt, you know, power of motivation to say this is going to happen in my life because I believe it's real. So that's how you have to look at it versus small and big. You know, because when it says mustard seed faith, it, it literally means even if you're full of doubt and you're like, but I just had the spark to believe, that's what it means. And yet it's interesting because it says every man has dealt the measure of faith. Now when we say measure, remember, it's not about the world system. Because when you see that word, you have to remember, you're talking English language here. In the original Greek, it doesn't mean a type of small versus big. It means how much doubt versus faith you have inside of you as far as that type of measurement. In other words, the power of even if you're just doubtful completely, but you're like, God, please help me. I just, I just believe God. Maybe you can do something with my life in this situation. That's a spark. That's a seed. That's a mustard seed size of faith. That God says, even you and everyone on this planet has at least that to do something about it. And that's the beautiful thing about the kingdom. So when we deal with this type of faith and we deal with this type of vision, uh, you know, and creating that vision, that means you got to believe that it's real in you. So the moment you begin to see inside of your mind, your heart, your body, your imagination, your blood, and when everything in you has a vision, then what happens is your faith is so packing that vision to where when you get in January 1st, here's what, here's what the beautiful thing about vision, creating, and faith. But the beautiful thing about all this stuff is that when you get into January 1st and you're, and you're already cultivating all that within December, what that means is you will have more motivation. You will have a powerful, push of motivation. How do we know that? Because the Bible even says the kingdom of God suffers violence May the violent take it by force. So there is a forceful advancement, right? We deal with God's kingdom on both sides, pushing opposite of not wanting it versus pushing of wanting it, right? And so, uh, so you think about the, the, the forceful advancement of God's kingdom. That means there's a push and shove when it deals with our level of motivation. And so motivation is going to be a force, a force that can't be reckoned with that will push and drive my, you know, uh, what it is that I'm believing for my vision to be going to happen. And so why do I need a powerful level of faith to begin to truly that perfectedness, completion of faith? Because faith makes you whole, right? Faith makes you whole, the Bible says. So I need wholeness within that vision, clarity within the vision, fullness of the vision. And once again, not perfected vision that it has to happen in every single detail in how I see it. Because if not, I'm going to fall apart. Oh, that's not what the vision says. No. What it means is that the, the, the outline of that, of that vision that I am pouring myself into, that when January 1st hits, I will be a force 
that cannot that can't be reckoned with. I'll be a powerhouse that will make sure that the forceful advancement of my faith will push that baby, that vision, out to the surface. And I will attract like never before every tool, every opportunity, every strategy, everything that I need to make this thing happen. Now, how it turns out to happen in the sense of however God decides to color within the outline of that vision, because he's going to tweak it. He's going to sort of move it. He's going to sort of expand some things. He's going to sort of shrink some things. And it's going to sometimes turn out to look a little different. But yet the theme of the outline that you have been hoping for and prayed for, it's going to be there. But you're going to have to allow God to color in the lines of your vision because that's just what God does because he knows what's better for you within the very thing of your desires. And yet he knows that he's put that in you anyway. So, But it's also always going to be mixed mixed in a little bit with your human desires. And there's nothing wrong with that because the Bible doesn't say God will give you the spiritual heavenly desires. He says God will give you the desires of your heart. So what are you desiring? So whatever it is you're desiring, God will definitely tweak. So I, so I don't ask myself the question, is this desire of you or not, God? What I ask from God is, God, since you said you would give me the desires of my heart, then the desires that are in me, then I, then I would love to see you tweak it and work with it and expand it and, and mold it like clay to where it looks more like what it, what you want me to live out and do. And so that way I might have strong motivation within that faith to push this thing through. Because if I don't, then I can just wishful think and say, I think this year I'm going to try to, you know, uh, eat a little better, ha 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 ha. But but today is that cheat day. I'm going to go ahead and and eat as much as I can today because tomorrow's when I start my diet. No, you're wishful thinking. That is not going to happen. The moment you start cultivating a vision, that vision grows in you. Trust me, it'll become such an infection in you that you will be like, man, I don't I don't even want to do it now. And I don't. Even, and yet the first is not until tomorrow or next week. But I just want to start now, and because. What happens is your vision, uh, the perishing part of your life will no longer be there because the power of motivation will push out that perishing mode. That power of motivation through your faith will push completely out the front door that perishing mentality. Because without a vision, you perish. So vision eradicates perishing. Anything that is... Um, wanting to, needing to be, or excuse me, not needing to be, trying to be eradicated or, or eliminated, anything that's trying to, to, to become fragmented, anything that's trying in you to become doubtful or broken, guess what? The power of vision automatically holds it together with a force that literally can't be broken. And so it holds it together because it realizes that, you know what, anything in you that is trying to perish, the power of vision will say, not on my watch, because the power of vision, which is your tool, will hold everything into place and make sure nothing that God has in your life is broken. Nothing at all. And so your tool is vision. Because anything opposite uh, to vision would be perishing. Anything that's perishing will automatically begin to be fixed and begin to be held together. Because when, when, you, when you have a vision, then nothing can perish in you. Think about that. Nothing appears to you. Because if it did, that means you don't have a vision. If it did, that means God's word will be a lie. And so vision destroys, utterly wipes out anything that is perishing, and it puts it back together. So guess what that brings to you? It brings great motivation to you. It it, it brings forth great perseverance to you. It brings forth great faith in you. It, it, it or strengthens your faith. It brings forth this hope in you and a bright future that says, yes, I know what I'm going after. I can see it. I got a vision. I'm, I've written it down. 
I've got a vision board for it. I've got it, I mean, plastered on my wall. I'm seeing it every day because let me tell you something. If you think you can get by with something that you cannot see, that you have not printed out, or you can't write out, that's why the, in the Bible, you know, Jeremiah, when, 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 uh, as a prophet, when God would speak to Jeremiah, Baruch, which is his assistant, some people call it adjutant, but I call it assistant, more modern day word. You know, he would write down, he would sit there and write every word that God was prophesying through Jeremiah. And, and, and guess what? Your Baruch is your vision board. Your Baruch is going to be your, uh, definitely crazy name, is it not Baruch? But your vision, Baruch is going to be your vision board. Baruch is going to be your computer, your Word document. Baruch is going to be pictures found in magazines and online you need to print out. That's your Baruch, because you've got to make sure that I need to hear it and see it. And if I can't hear it and see it to where it's constantly before my faith, I mean, my face, then my faith really can't be shifted that much, because I need to be able to feel it, see it, touch it, smell it. And it doesn't mean you're going by your feelings. What it means is your feelings and what you see and feel in a good, powerful way can reinforce the very thing that God's put in you. So instead of going to buy a negative feeling, and when it says don't go by what you see or feel, what that means is don't go by anything that is a negative feeling that could counteract and destroy that. That's not what you want. Now, if it's a good feeling, God is not saying, hey, you know, I, I, you know you're going to have this ministry. You're going to open up your business. You know, I don't want you to feel happy, though, because you don't need to go by that. No, he's saying you put all the feeling you want to in it of happiness. Because in the original language, feeling there is not a, a necessarily a, a feeling of gratitude or joy. It's a feeling of negativity, anything that would destroy the very vision or the thing you're hoping for. So he's not saying don't feel, like throw your feelers aside. What he's saying is don't put anything negative into that, a feeling, because that will counteract the very thing you're trying to accomplish. And so, but when you do see it on that vision board, you want, you want to feel excited. You want to feel just illuminated with, yes, this is it. It's going to happen. And I can feel it. And now then you bring forth strategy. Here's how it's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to begin to, 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 when I say hook up, I mean like hook up with the right people that are successful. I want to begin to, to run after this person, follow their ministry to where I'm able to see exactly maybe their ups and their downs. I want to be able to read more books. I want to watch documentaries on this subject. I want to live, eat, and sleep it. You cannot just have it on your vision board and not put any entertainment in it or even any faith in it. You can't do that. You've got to begin to watch, see, hear, taste, smell, everything on that subject in order for it to manifest within you. It will never, nothing in creation will ever, ever, ever manifest on the outside of you until you first have it manifested on the inside of you. If you do not have it manifested already made reality to you inside of your consciousness, inside of your heart, where you think the Bible says, inside your blood, guess what? It can never come on the outside because what goes in a man comes out of a man. So if you have doubt in you, guess what's going to come out as doubt. If you have a vision in you, vision has no choice but to manifest because if it's in you, it has to come out of you every time. Whatever's good, whatever's bad, whatever's ugly, it's going to manifest out of you. So you want to be able to do that. So I said all that today because here's the key thing I want you to know. Jump starting right now before you move into December 1st and giving you a full month is what you need to prepare, to jettison, to throw yourself into 2024 with a powerful vision. And it might take a full month for you to, uh, this is a word I don't use, but it's almost like in the South, hunker down. Never knew even knew what that even meant. But anyway, that's, that's, that's really, really, really 
back, back, <laughs> you know, for a long time ago, that word people, you know, use. But you want to be able to just jump into it, dive into it, and you want to be able to really feel it for a full month. Write it down for a full month. Honoring yourself means you're taking your time to begin to respect the vision by respecting yourself and taking a full month to write it down, cultivate it, get a plan, get it together. Don't wait to, to December 29th and say, hey, this coming year, I'm going to give up this and this and this. That's not a vision. You know, 2024 in God is not a genie in a bottle, right? And you just sort of, if you say it, I'm going to make it happen. That's not how creation works. Not, that, not how the kingdom of God works. So when you honor yourself, by the way, let me say this. Those of you who do that, you are dishonoring your life. You're dishonoring yourself and you're dishonoring the power of vision. Because because it's like saying this, it's like saying, man, I have a, you know, a, like a, if a woman's nine months pregnant, she bursts forth a baby today, she's like, hey, good, now baby, take care of yourself, come over here, you know, I'll, I'll see you whenever I get a chance to. Days later, hey, baby, what's up? No, that's not how it works. She's got to feed into that baby morning, noon, and night, change its diapers, give it proper milk, you know, uh, rock it, do whatever you need to do, get it to sleep, wake it up, feed it. you got to do all this stuff, calm it down. If you're not feeding action into this vision, you're disrespecting. You would disrespect a baby and kill a baby if you did not give it any attention. So guess what? You better start nursing and nurturing this vision by starting now to give yourself a full month that you can cater to it and let your vision know I'm showing you some respect. That's right. Let your vision know I'm showing you some respect by giving you plenty, ample plenty of time to begin to, uh, for me to feed into you and create you as a masterpiece. Because I don't need junk. I need, or, or I don't think nothing old or antique. I need a masterpiece right now. And that's what you want to do. So, let me say this. You all desperately need some information. Data downloads in you constantly. If you do not have downloads constantly of education, knowledge, wisdom being poured into you, how on earth are you going to feed your vision? Because vision cannot completely be cultivated by just what you're thinking. Vision can be cultivated by new ideas, new readings, new things you're, you're looking into, new, new audios, new visuals, new things that are outside of you that can come in you. And then you're, then as the, as the potter in you can begin to mold it to what it looks like for you in your personal life. And then you add that as a piece of the puzzle to the vision. So you can never just sort of cultivate something within you. Until you're able to understand, you know what, I'd, I might have the whole kingdom inside of me, but yet I don't have all the data that I know, all the information. Because, and so, because we're all learning. How can, you know, if an, how can the arm say to the hand, I have no need of you? If I'm an arm in your hand, I need to learn from you. Even though we are connected, I still need to learn some data and information from you. And that's how it is with, with, you know, some, uh, wisdom and, and knowledge out, out here around us. And so because of that, you want to begin to read and learn new things to say, wow, I didn't know that. How, you know, it's like saying, I have a vision to buy a home. Well, if you don't know anything about real estate and, and when's a good time to buy a home and how much interest rates are and, and, and what do you want to look for in a home, guess what? You can wishful think all you want to, and God's going to be like, well, your wishful thinking sounds great, but it's not going to work for you because you have not studied and respected yourself enough to give yourself some information to know what that's going to look like for you to where when the time comes, you're going to be Johnny on the spot. In other words, you're going to be ready in season and ready out of season to do this thing. 
right? If not, you're going to pass by many houses and you'll never get it. And you're going to just wishful think. So go to the website right now, folks. I'm, I'm saying this to help you. It doesn't benefit me as much. It helps you. I've already been there, done that, folks. I'll be honest. I've been there, done that. I have several businesses that are, that are sustaining and fortifying me and my family. So I'm not, I'm not the one worried about it. But everything that I've learned throughout my years from whether it's schooling, college, whether it is, you know, uh, school of hard knocks, training what I, that I've done all around the globe because I've traveled the entire world to be able to speak and, and teach. And I want to give all that to you guys because it's not about my benefit. It's about benefiting you to see you prosper and live the successful life God's promised you. So go to the website right now, identitynetwork.net. And when you do, I want you to put in these keywords in our search engine. Your business starts now. Your business starts now. All right, and your is Y-O-U-R, not not anything else. <laughs> There's a lot of yours going around, right? It's like there, 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 and there. I remember people telling me who's learning English, they're like, you guys have several words that are that are pronounced the same way. And I'm like, I know, welcome to confusing a language 101 of English, <laughs> you know? So you want to make sure it's your business starts now. So go to the website in the search engine, put in your business starts now. Put those four words in press the search button. You can download all five of those books within probably, I think about maybe 45 seconds, you can download all five of these books. They're all big, thick books, and I will train you on everything from how to start your business, how to make the internet profitable for yourself, how to become an entrepreneur, what an entrepreneur is, how to build wealth, that's one of my favorite ones, and how to make money from the internet. The, one of the main things that people don't realize is we're in a season where the internet has tipped. In other words, people, I remember 20 years ago, People were still shopping more, which we should. We should always support mom and places. But the internet was sort of scarce. Now the whole world is on the internet buying stuff. And so your gold mine, your treasure is on the internet. But the, the key thing about this series is this is not even fully about the internet. This is about you. Whether it is a brick and mortar store, whether it is online, whether it is a ministry, whether it is a business, no matter what it is, you need to know the odds and ends of business, what to do. And I give you practical points in here of how to build things, how to build things on the internet, how to begin to make money, whether you're on the internet or not on the internet. But guess what? You deserve, and you, you know, for this full month of December, to treat yourself and respect yourself to learn. That way, you know what? When January 1st comes along, you've got, you've got a lot of things in the basket of your imagination. You're ready to write down and you're going to go for it. And you'll be so pumped up and so motivated. There's not one person on this planet that can alter your brain from seeing in any other reality because you know now you're what your reality in God's kingdom really is. So go right now. Your business starts now. Okay, And when you do, you can download them all within a couple of minutes, or you can order them hard copy or paperback, no problem at all. If you order them from the website, I'll try my best to autograph them for you. Okay, But uh, you can, once again, buy five of the books paperback or download those five books. But either way, I would say get them today. Get them today, all right? Your Business Starts Now series. It's powerful because you guys are going to, I'll tell you, January 1st will be here before you know it. 2024 will be here before you know it. And I guarantee the majority of you, statistically, to this day, when December 28th comes along, many of you will be wishful thinking. 
And then you will beg and plead God in 2024 and you'll bind devils, you'll bind devils and nothing's going to move for you. And I'm not being negative, I'm being real from a scriptural point of view that you got to be ready. Be ready, the Bible says, in season and out of season. Don't just say, oh Lord, I, I, didn't, I wasn't ready, I wasn't expe you know, expecting this. Sure you were. You're expecting devastation and, and, and perplexity and perishing to come if you don't give the opposite by bringing forth vision. Then I have news for you. You, you will, you need to expect all these calamities to happen, unfortunately, because the only thing that can counteract that is vision. And I want you to think about that from a biblical point of view, right? Make it plain. Write the vision upon the tablets of stone. Make it plain. I love that scripture. Make it plain. And so God is letting you know you've got to make it plain to yourself. Because if you don't, then this world and life will swallow you whole. And you'll go down begging and pleading and crying before the Lord. And God's like, where's your vision? You weren't prepared. Remember the virgins? Five foolish virgins, five wise virgins? They feel their, the oil, five of them with, with, the, with the oil in their lamp where they were ready when the nighttime came. And guess what? That's vision. That's fire. That's illumination. That's word. Thy word is a lamp to my feet. So if you don't have knowledge and vision, and visualization, feeling power in that, feeding into it, then guess what? You'll be, you'll be shut into outer darkness, which will be your perplexity, which will be your calamity, which will be really just devastation, which will be what? Perishing. So, which route do you want to go? Begging and pleading God when the time comes and God's like, I'm sorry, you didn't take the time to respect yourself to fill your lamps full, or you did. Man, great, awesome, go for it. I'm so proud of you, son and daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So these are the things I really want you guys to know today. Can you tell I'm passionate about this? I really am. Sometimes people are like, man, you're a little rougher on the edges. I'm like, I don't mean to be rough. I'm totally not rough at all. Trust me. If you know me, I'm like the sweetest lamb or, you know, sheep, whatever you want to call me, you know, you'll ever meet because I'm just so loving. And I mean, I really am like, I love everyone on this planet. I just am so passionate to see you succeed and not fail in your life and i know the avenues to help you get there but you've got to be willing to meet me halfway and so first step is go right now download or purchase these books your business starts now series all right Guys, thank you so much for joining us today in this podcast. I hope you're able to get a lot out of this podcast. And uh, as I'll close with this as well. I love this phrase because it's very powerful. Because whenever you're going through a hard time, hard day, things are not going good, you have the power at that split moment, in a moment in a twink of an eye, to say, I have the power to change this right now. How do you do that? You change your thoughts, how you see your day, how you see yourself. You change your belief about how you're feeling at that moment to something positive, and you start speaking life into the atmosphere of your day. So make a long story short, change your thoughts, and you'll change your life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.